Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. Here's your host, Megan Kendrick. Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast. I'm Megan, Managing Editor at Spa Retailer. We're continuing our discussion about online reviews with Dave Carlton, president of SpaPoolMarketingSuccess.com. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I'd encourage you to go back and do so. Welcome back, Dave. What are some things that make it difficult for dealers to get online reviews? Absolutely, and thank you for having me back uh, to continue this discussion. Um, yes, there are one of the frustrating things about uh, reviews that there are a lot of roadblocks <clears throat> that uh, kind of prevent people from leaving reviews. So let me kind of review with you what some of the realities and the issues are with most review sites. The biggest one is that everybody always wants more Google Plus reviews. The problem is that if you don't have Gmail, you cannot leave a Google Plus review. That is the biggest obstacle. So everybody wants Google Plus reviews, but not everybody has a Gmail, and, and Google requires that. So if you send somebody a link to go to, um, to, to your Google Plus page and they don't have a, a Gmail, I would say 95% of the people won't sign up. Don't forget, if you recall, if you have Gmail, and it's probably for many of you, it, it may have been years since you signed up. You have to put in your first name, your last name, your birthday, your, your, your you know, are you male, female? There's a whole bunch of questions that they ask. So it's going to take, you know, three or four or five minutes to sign up for Gmail to begin with. Then you got to go back. Then you got to leave a review. And as, as, as happy as some of your uh, happy customers are, the likelihood that they are going to do that is is very slim. So that's the first obstacle, and that's just for for Google Plus. I never now, realized what, I never realized that before. But you're right. I would never take the extra time to <laughs> to go and do that. I mean, usually if I'm leaving an on, on, online review, I click the email saying to leave the review, and if I have yep. any other roadblock, I don't do it. That's the end right there. Yeah, I mean, and people are busy. And if you're doing it from your phone, it's even more. Oh, sure. It's even more of a hassle. Now, let's just say you do have a, a Google Plus account or excuse me, a, a Gmail account, and you do go to that and you do send them a link. The problem is that Google has changed the, the way Google Plus uh, looks. I mean, the, the actual, the page that they're sending you to. And it's what, where it used to be very easy to find that uh, uh, leave a, a review link, it's almost impossible to do it. They, they're constantly changing the way it looks. So finding that review link, even if you do have a Gmail, can be very frustrating. Now, uh, for a site like um, for Yelp, <clears throat> that, that's a totally <laughs> separate type of uh, uh, situation or frustrations that come up. Uh, Yelp has been in the news a lot about you know, fake, uh, fake reviews or people leaving fake reviews, negative reviews mostly, and some positive reviews. And because of that, they, they have put in a filtering system to actually uh, to protect uh, the business owner. So uh, you don't necessarily need a, a Yelp account to leave a Yelp review, but if it is the first review you've left on Yelp, more than likely your review will not uh, be visible. It will be there, 
but it won't be seen. So I hear it all the time from from customers, from my from my dealers. The guy swore to me that he left a, a Yelp review, but I can't find it. Well, it's there. You have to scroll to the bottom and you have to click on a little button that says view more reviews or, or something like that. And it's there. So um, they're doing that to protect you, but it's just not visible. Now, if you're if you're a professional Yelp reviewer, yes, your review will get published, but most people aren't. Right. Um, so uh, that that's part of it. Um, the other issues is that um, you know you have to send people. Uh, are you going to send them a, a Yelp review? Are you going to send? I mean, a link or a Google Plus. Or you're going to send them Facebook. How do you know which one to send them? Is it? It can get a little bit confusing. Uh, the other issue is, and something that we really have no control over, is that uh, both positive and negative reviews are, are going to show up. Right. There's nothing we can really, really do about that. So um, it's just, um, you know, each site has its own positives and negatives to it, but. Uh, and, and a lot of deals will actually print out some directions and send it to people or hand it to people, but it's just it's just confusing. And we want to make we want to try and make that system. Uh, you know, we, we need to dummy it down a little bit. We need you know for for people that uh, we want to uh, leave reviews for us. Sure. So, what advice do you give to your dealers when they're trying to get more reviews? How do you help them get over some of these issues? Well, I think that there's uh, there's a couple of things that they should think about in terms of the best uh, best practices to uh, to getting more reviews. I mean, just in general, <clears throat> the most important thing that any dealer can do, and this is the the by far the best strategy. And if, for all those who are listening, this is what the, one of the ones one of the things you need to write down. The most important strategy that you need to develop and implement throughout your entire organization is to just ask. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a stat that I have, I I think it's like 87% of the people would leave a review, uh, but hardly any of them get asked. So the first thing you need to do is just ask for a review. The best time to ask a review and somebody's talking to you, you say, oh, you know, Mr. Jones, you guys delivered that hot tub. You set it up. You know, the tech who came out explained everything. It was it was just great. We sat in it. You know, we've had it for a week. We just love it. Thank you so much. That is the time we need to say, hey, Bob, can you do me a favor? Can you go to our website, click on the review button over there uh, and leave a review for it? When, when they're as soon as they have said that, you know that they're a happy customer that's the best time to ask for that review. So you want to make it easy. You want to ask, you want to listen for those cues like that. Uh, You want to make it easy for them. Uh, You want to give them multiple options. Don't just do uh, Google or or don't just do Yelp or don't just do Facebook. You want people to leave a review where they want to leave a review, not necessarily where you want to do. A, A Yelp review is is better than no review. Right. So let them let them leave the review where they want to uh, leave the review. Uh, you certainly want to have a on your website. You want to have a call to action, a place uh, where they can click to to get there. You want to keep it simple. And obviously, uh, it can't reviews just can't come from one person. You really need to train your staff on how to ask for reviews or where to send people or what the script is uh, in terms of asking for reviews. Okay. You know, you mentioned earlier um, 
that positive and negative reviews show up uh, and there's nothing you can really do about that. Um, you know, we wrote an article a few years ago about a dealer who had a negative review that just uh, torpedoed his entire web presence and it was a huge problem for him. Um, how do you suggest that dealers handle negative reviews when they do pop up? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, this whole thing about positive and negative reviews, some dealers uh, that are listening now may have heard the term reputation management. And reputation management is more than just getting positive reviews. It's it's managing your, rep your online reputation, and that includes uh, negative reviews as well. So I get the question asked all the time, you know, how do you suggest that that we handle a negative review. This guy, you know, a lot of times owners of the company don't even know that one of their salespeople uh, in, engaged with a customer and the customer, you know, walked out ranting and raving. So, <laughs> excuse me, the, um, the first thing, and actually Google actually published something on, uh, on how to handle reviews, uh, negative reviews. And what they talk about is number one, be nice, uh, don't get personal, uh, tell them that their feedback is helpful. As hard as some of this may be, right. you know, being nice when, when the person is obviously not right in what they're saying, or they, they feel like they were treated improperly, uh, and you know, you were there and they weren't. They just got all got themselves into a frenzy. Being nice, not getting personal, and thanking them for their feedback can be uh, uh, can be difficult. But you want to try and deflate uh, the situation. So if you're going to respond in, in writing and, and Google and Yelp uh, lets you do well, all of them, all of them do, well, there's a place where you can respond. You want to keep it short and sweet. Um, you want to respond quickly if you can, and you want to respond privately. You don't want to get into a, a tit for tat publicly. Right. So um, what I would suggest that you do is respond saying, you know, Sorry about the situation. You know, we take our our customer service seriously, and we're going to contact you to try and you know remedy the situation. So you have responded, and now you want to try and take it uh, offline, mm -hmm. uh, to, and try and if if you know who that customer is, if you because you, sometimes you don't always know, uh, uh, but if you do know who that customer is, and you have a an email or you have a a phone call, a phone number, I would respond that way. And if you are able to resolve that conflict, then I would ask them to uh, post another review saying, you know, that it's been taken care of and it's been resolved. Yeah. You know, I, as a consumer, pay a lot of attention to how a company handles um, negative reviews because I expect not every interaction to be perfect and not everything is going to go the way it's supposed to every single time. I, you know, I think that most sure. people, I think most people understand that too. And so when something does go wrong, and I think we also all know those people who can never be satisfied, right? Like we have people, everyone has that person in their life that no matter what you do, they are never going to be happy. And so, and those are usually the people who write negative online reviews, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I always pay attention if someone does say something negative out of business. I like to see how they respond. Um, and usually what you just outlined is the stuff that I look for as long as they are, you know, polite and, uh, you know, professional. Yeah, professional and want yeah. to remedy the situation, then I don't really put a whole lot of credence into that review. I put a lot more credence into how they respond. 
And you know, another thing, this is what I always tell my dealers. If you, if you're going to go and buy a car and you're looking at a specific dealer and there's a hundred reviews and 10 of them aren't that good, you know, 10 of them are two star and 90 of them are, are five stars. Like, well, okay. 10%. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but also goes back to the point, a lot of people will ask, well, how do I get rid of those reviews? And well, number one, you can't, you can't delete them. So one of the way, one of the strategies is, uh, and I kind of mentioned it earlier that, that uh, reviewer or people that are looking for reviews want recent and relevant mm-hmm. uh, reviews. Uh, so the, the, the best thing that you can do is not only just respond to that negative review, but continually get more and more. And that eventually pushes those reviews down, you know, because most of the time it's uh, the reviews are chronologically. Yeah. So another reason to get more reviews. Is it is it bad that if there are if there isn't a single negative review about a business that sometimes I get a little suspicious? <laughs> Like maybe they're, you know, maybe they're giving people some, you know, a discount for a review. And so everyone's saying nice things so that they can get their 30% off. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's an interesting question. And I do get that a lot. It, it, it's it's kind of hard to answer that. You know, if you have five reviews and they're all five star, maybe. If right. you have a hundred and they're all five star, you know, the people can pay a yeah. hundred people, you know, to this do that. True. It's just, and, and if you look at them, they have people's names. And, uh, you know, everything is written a little bit differently. So, you know, for, for two or three reviews, yeah, maybe, but for the more reviews you get, it's, it's more unlikely that that situation comes into play. Sure. That makes sense. We'll be back with Dave in our next episode for our last installment about online reviews. If you have any questions for Dave or me on this topic, please email podcast at sparetailer.com. Thank you so much for listening. been listening to the spa retailer podcast you can download previous episodes on itunes google play or at sparetailer.com slash podcast be sure to download the spa retailer app where you can also listen to the podcast and get access to all the magazine articles as well as exclusive content